0: Welcome to the Confidence Lounge Podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out. Because not on my watch am I ever gonna watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. What happens when you lose a child while watching both of your parents fight stage four cancer all while trying to get a business off the ground? What happens when you're given away at birth, left wondering why your own mother didn't want you? What happens when you have dog shit smeared all over your face while getting hit at school, laughed at, and told that nobody likes you, and told that all you're ever going to be in life is shit? What happens when you turn on the evening news and the headline story that the newscaster is reporting on is about someone that you love being found nude in the backseat of their car, left on the side of the road, deceased? What happens when you finally create the courage to take a big professional risk and you put yourself out there and when you go to host your first event, nobody shows up? What happens when your once best friend dies tragically at the age of 37 from addiction and your childhood best friend is murdered in cold blood while she's at work? These are all heavy topics, and sadly, all of these things have been my reality. I've been to more funerals than I have been weddings. I've cried more tears than I can count. And as you can hear, there's going to be tears in today's episode because I'm sharing with you some of the most painful and tender moments of my life my world has been rocked over and over again by tragedy but i will be damned if i let all of the pain that i have felt be for nothing i've truly become the master of turning my pain into fuel my pain is my power and i've learned to see it this way because i've invested deeply into healing so when we look at the definition of healing it is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again i speak fluent healing and it's something i'm so passionate about because it is truly, truly, truly been the vehicle that has changed my life, and it has the power to change yours too. Someone recently said to me, I don't know how you're always so positive, and the truth is I'm not. <laughs> I'm a human, and I'm not immune, as you can hear right now, to feeling these hard emotions and dealing with hard things. My life has served me up hard on a platter, but where I differ from a lot of people is I choose to not stay in the negativity. I actively seek solutions when I have problems, and I choose healing over hiding from the pain. But in all, if I'm being 100% honest, in all reality, I was not like this. I waited a long time for someone to come and make me feel better, but nobody came. And what I didn't know at the time is that I had the power, only I had the power to determine how I felt. This was my responsibility and I had to become my own savior. So I invested a lot of time and a lot of money into healing and generating tools and learning how to apply tools to help myself. So what you see now is the culmination of almost a decade of me working on myself. And my entire goal is not to hide when the times get hard. It's to be real about what's happening in my life and show you how I got through it. Because truly, if I can learn how to get through this, so can you. But we cannot escape our humanness. We cannot hide from the reality that we are human beings that have emotions. I've tried my whole entire life to hide from that fact. But you know, these feelings, (laughs) they always find me. And we can't escape that part of our life. But what we can do is learn how to navigate our experience with a toolbox full of power tools that can help us get through these hard moments. So it's time to fill your toolbox. It's time to become your own savior and only you can do this for you and I need you to know that growth and healing is messy discomfort but what lives on the other side of the discomfort is healing, wholeness, and a lot of love. So what I want to show you today is why healing is the most valuable thing that you can ever invest in and why it's a direct link to your confidence and how you feel about yourself and why you need to heal the pain from your past in order to move forward and live a happy, joy-filled whole life. Life. So, I'm going to be sharing with you the exact things that I did to heal myself. I'm going to tell you who I worked with, the specific things I focused on, so you can get started here too. And I'm going to give you every piece of how I healed myself. So, there's going to be a lot here for you. So, I want you to take notes. And I also want to extend an invitation to join us for Healing Week. So, I'm going to share all the details about Healing Week later on in the episode. So, stay tuned for that. And I'll also have a link in the show notes for you to register for Healing Week today for free. And I'll send you all the info directly to your inbox. So, make sure sure, tap that link so you can get on the list. All right. Deep breaths, friend. (laughs) All right, let's dive into this. So I want to start today's conversation about healing with a really hard truth. And this is a truth that I really refuse to believe for most of my life. And this truth is your pain will always find you no matter how hard you try to bury it. So you can dig a hole as deep as you want to and stuff it down deep. But the thing is, pain always shows up at the absolute worst times in life. It's like a garden. I'm just like, "Hey, <laughs> remember me?" So here's what I mean. So for example, you're about to give the presentation of your life, you gain the courage, you're finally like, "Okay, I'm doing the damn thing." And then all of a sudden instantly, your body is overtaken with fear and doubt and insecurity. And even though you' tried to pump yourself up, you've tried to take that first step to go towards the presentation, all of a sudden, this little voice enters your head. And maybe it's your dad. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's just somebody from your family or someone from your past. And you hear things in your head like you're not smart enough to do that. You don't have what it takes. Why even try? Because you're just going to fail. And if you fail, you're going to embarrass our family. Don't make us look bad. Now, all of a sudden, after this voice enters your head, you find yourself shrinking and you want to find the nearest hole to go hide and die in. Now you talk yourself out of taking that step to do the presentation because if you actually put yourself out there, then people are going to find out you're this idiot who's destined to fail and it's going to be too painful to think about your family being right about you. So next thing you know, you're tuning out by scrolling on Instagram, you're eating away your pain because it's all just too much to face. Another example of this is, let's say you're about to walk down the aisle It's the biggest day of your life. And your mind is flooded from all these memories from your ex calling you fat and ugly and telling you that you're never going to be good enough for anybody. And now here you are taking your first step down the aisle to marry the love of your life, doubting if that man that you love that standing at the end of the aisle even wants to marry you. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, he probably thinks I'm fat and ugly in this dress. And you're wondering if you're good enough and if your ex was right. Another example of this is, let's say you're having the best day of your life. You're out shopping with your friends, you're in a beautiful store that you love, you're about to buy amazing things, and then all of a sudden there's a song on the radio. And as you're shopping, you instantly begin drowning in a sea of grief from your mom's passing because that song reminded you of her. Now you feel like you're being dragged underneath the water, you're being thrashed through all these grief waves, and you're doing everything you can not to curl over in the fetal position and lose it in the middle of the store. Or what about you're about to say no to something that your family wants you to do? And maybe it's a barbecue. Maybe it's just Sunday dinner, something that you know, okay, I really don't have the time for this. My family's full of energy vampires. I can't do this. And next thing you know, all of a sudden you're flooded with guilt. And you have your mom's voice in your head saying, no, you have to come. Be a good girl. Do what I tell you to do. You can't say no. You're going to make everybody mad and everyone's going to be so sad you're not there and you're going to disappoint them. Don't be rude. You have to do it. And now all of a sudden you cave and you say yes and all the resentment floods you and it's building and building, building, and you find yourself on the brink of exploding because you don't want to do this. These are all real life examples of things that the women that I've worked with have faced. And I need you to know that your pain from your past is like a heavy suitcase that we drag through life. And the thing about this suitcase is we avoid opening the suitcase at all costs because we are terrified to deal with what's in there. We don't want to see it. But until we open that suitcase, it gets heavier and it gets heavier and our back is breaking trying to carry it but we don't know how to empty it. We sit there and we continue to drag it through life, but carrying it makes us slower. It steals all of our energy and we're exhausted. We start to dread the side of that suitcase and yet we're here midway through our life still dragging around our pain-filled suitcase. So the reality is in order to heal, we have to feel. That heavy suitcase is going to remain unopened. You're going to be terrified of it because you know what's inside of it and it's going to continue to weigh you down as you try to move forward if you don't do the healing work to resolve your pain. So healing also means taking responsibility for the role that you play in your own suffering. I really need you to hear that because the things that have happened to you in your life, they're not your fault, but doing something about it is your responsibility. And I know for me, I spent most of my life as a victim with no clue how to feel my feelings. I would drink to numb the pain and do whatever I could to check out from it all because truly it was just too much. So my toolbox, if it looks very different than how it looks now. So my old toolbox was filled with alcohol and Xanax and overworking and people pleasing and staying super busy to ensure I was never alone with my thoughts. I used to live for other people's drama because it distracted me from my own. I would eat my feelings and I would shop to fill the empty void inside of me. So my head used to be consumed with the pain of my my past and then my future was consumed with the worry and anxiety (laughs) about my pain from my past that I've tried to bury coming back to haunt me. So this is the reason why I coach on life and business, because the unhealed parts of our life are what are holding us back in business. So whether you realize it or not, the pain that you're feeling is impacting you both personally and professionally. So these voices and this pain from my past kept me hiding for a large part of my life. I was bullied really bad as a kid. So when I launched my business in 2019, I would go to make a video or even have a conversation like what I'm having with you right now. And all of a sudden, I would find myself paralyzed. I would sweat, I would shake, and the anxiety would overtake me because I didn't want the bullies to see me start over as a beginner at something new, and I did not want them to see me fail because if they saw me fail, that means that they would have been right about me all along. So from kindergarten all the way through the end of high school, I lived a reality where every single day I went to school and kids said, nobody likes you, go away, you're weird, you're fat, you're ugly, all you're ever going to be in life is shit. These were the words that I faced every single day and they seemed so true that my poor child brain began to believe them. And then what's wild is I found myself at the age of 34 working in my dream job, crippled by self-doubt, fear, massive anxiety, extreme insecurities because all of those bullies voices were still in my head their voices became my voice in my head. I was so mean to myself and I was just playing this greatest hits album every single day of all of these awful things that they had said to me because they just seemed so true. Because at that age when they started saying those things to me, I didn't have the emotional maturity or capacity or know how to deal with what they said. I just assumed if they're telling me these things that they must be true. So as an adult, I would beat myself up so badly anytime I did something wrong, I was so mean to myself. I was terrified of being rejected or disliked that I became this weird, people-pleasing robot who said yes to everything and formed this extreme resentment in every area of my life. And I knew that I needed help to silence these voices and to do something about this pain from my childhood, but I had no clue where to start. So what's funny is I opened up Yelp And I didn't want to go to therapy. I just, the idea of like sitting on this cold couch, like talking to a stranger about my problems seemed very um, unwelcoming and uh, undesirable. So what I did is I looked for healers in my area because I had this dream of meeting someone like Katut from Eat, Pray, Love, which was Julia Roberts' healer in that movie. I love that movie, by the way. So I wanted someone who, like I could just go to Bali and they would just heal me and send me on my way. So I found my version of Katut and I booked a session and I remember filling out her intake form and before we had met and I had to ask or she asked a lot of questions and they were questions that had me so shook that I was just literally overflowing with shame because I had never admitted to anybody in my life that I had flaws. I was so deeply committed to this life of perfection so I was terrified that she was going to judge me for how much of a hot mess I was but I was committed I had this dream of finding my katut and I wanted to fix these areas where I felt broken, so I filled out that damn form. I dealt with the shame. It was awful. I'm sure I definitely drank after that to numb and escape from all of the horrible feelings that I felt, but I went to our first session, and truly, that's what changed my life, and it forced me to really accept the reality that I was a burned out corporate executive who had my dream life. I was making well into the six figures. I had the dream husband, house, car, a closet full of designer things. I was taking all of these trips, but my desire on the trips was actually to escape. So I was living the American dream, yet I was absolutely miserable. I did every single thing I was supposed to do that was going to guarantee that I was going to be happy. I checked every single box. I followed the roadmap that everybody said to do, that the movie showed me this is what I'm supposed to do. My life looked perfect on Instagram. And And yet I'm falling apart on the inside. I swear at any moment, I was one second away from a panic attack. I almost killed myself trying to prove that I was perfect and trying to prove myself to myself. And I was living under the influence of the mindset that it had to be perfect and my life had to be perfect and I had to look perfect no matter what. So at all costs, perfection is what I committed to. And what I destroyed living this way was my confidence. So I lost who I was in the pursuit of perfection, and I was riddled with so much shame and so much fear that somebody would find me out. So like I had this imposter syndrome as I was rising to the top in my corporate career, and it started to consume me. It would keep me up at night, and I remember going to work every single day, and that doubt that ran through my body would literally paralyze me. So when I was sitting in meetings or having conversations Conversations with my team, I would hide my genius. I wouldn't talk about my ideas because I was so consumed with worry that I would be criticized or that somebody would judge me or think I was dumb. So I hid. And in the process of hiding, I protected myself via many, 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 many layers of perfection. Can you relate to that? So that's how I lost myself because the only way that I could be perfect was by being who everyone else needed me to be. So if you needed me to be this person while I stood in front of you, okay, perfect. You're gonna like me and accept me. Yeah, I'll people please my way through life. But then when I sat back and actually looked at who I had become, I hated this version of myself. I'd gotten so far away from what truly mattered to me that I didn't even recognize myself when I looked in the mirror. I was over 200 pounds. I was the unhealthiest I've ever been. I shamed and judged everything about the woman that I saw staring back at me in the mirror. And I knew in my core, in my heart of all hearts, that I could not go on living like this. And life then, (laughs) life knew. Life always has a plan for us, friend. And life threw me the curveball of all curveballs that changed the course of the rest of my life and that that curveball was my dad getting cancer and just like that life made the decision for me and i left my career of 15 years and for the first time in my adult life i had time and I had space to reflect on what really mattered. I was so committed to the American dream and success and looking perfect that I'd gotten so loose to, lost in that pursuit that I hadn't even stopped to pause to smell the roses and look at all of the success I created and look at what was even important to me at that part of my life. I was just so in the rat race and on that hamster wheel of going, going, going that I had never stopped in my adult life to catch my breath. So I saw when I really reflected on why I'd set out to do work in the beauty industry, it was because as a kid I was bullied, and the way that I, saw, I sought refuge was through makeup. So I felt like if I painted on my face that I would be beautiful and people would like me and accept me, and that's what I saw, you know, the standard set for me growing up, that's what I was conditioned to believe through teachings, whether it was marketing, whether it was through my parents, whether through it was through my friends. I just really believed that if I put these products on my face that I would be loved and you know liked and just oh, good enough, finally. But then the reality was I couldn't even go out of my house without makeup on because God forbid somebody saw me looking imperfect, and then when I washed my face at the end of the night, there went all my confidence and my inner security and my beauty right down the sink. So I couldn't unsee that. And when I realized that my whole mission, it was coming from a good place when I was a kid and set the dream to work in the beauty industry, But when I realized I was actually contributing to a bigger problem, because as an executive in the beauty industry, as a marketer, as a product developer, I preyed on your insecurities. I sold you the dream and the illusion and the lie that if you wore these products, you would feel confident and you would feel good enough and you would love yourself when you looked in the mirror. And I realized that I was contributing to a bigger problem, that women needed makeup to be perfect and confident and feel accepted, just like what I believed. And after I saw that, morally, I couldn't go back to beauty. So I took a gap year, which P.S. I think everybody in their adult life should have a gap year because you really get to just pause and see what matters to you now. You get to see if maybe your kids or your dreams that you had as a kid, maybe you've outgrown them. You get to see who am I without, you know, all of the ideas of who I should be in my life that my parents offered me and my partner or whoever, you know, who am I without this job? You get to really just see you. So I embarked upon a worldwide Eat, Pray, Love, S. journey. Like I told you, I love that movie. And I went on a journey to find myself and to really commit to healing. Feeling the pain from my fat my past. And not only did I find myself, I created the strongest, most confident, healed version of myself that ever existed. I stopped people pleasing. I ended the pursuit of perfection and accepted myself wholeheartedly. I fell in love with myself. I made peace from you know with all the things, goodness, all the things. I don't even know where to start with that long list. I mean, you heard it as I started this podcast. It was some heavy, heavy, heavy things on my list that was the pain from my past. And all of that had been dragging me down and weighing me down for so many years. And I focused so deeply on healing from the inside out for the first time in my life. And in that gap year, I made the boldest declaration of my life, which was I would spend the rest of my life making sure that no woman ever felt that way again on her journey to the top, that I'm not going to sit back and not on my watch. Am I going to watch another woman do fear-based, doubt-based, and insecure-based business? And I went on a mission to help women all across the world heal from the inside out and learn how to create confidence from the inside out. So doing that gap here. Working with my, my katut-like healer is what broke down my walls and helped me to make peace with the pain from my past. And after doing that work, I was finally able to move forward. So investing in healing set me free. And doing that work on myself opened up an entirely new path for me professionally. And I knew that in my work, I needed to have some sort of healing element involved. So that's the reason why I named my company Soul Makeup. Because in the work that we do, we focus from healing from the inside out. So we work on your soul and we make up with whatever is keeping you, that is holding you back from becoming the woman you are meant to be in your life, from feeling like your most confident version of yourself, from loving who you see in the mirror. So I see a lot of women who are making the same mistake that I used to make, and that is still thinking that you can fix yourself from the outside in. So you think, oh, if I lose the weight, if I put my makeup on, if I get these new things, if I get the promotion and have more money to keep up with everyone else, that if I'm going on these trips, that I'm going to feel happy and that I'm going to feel confident and that I'll finally be good enough. But my love, that is not how it works works. You cannot show up fully empowered and embodied in business if you feel like you are falling apart on the inside. The pain from your past will always find you, no matter how hard you try to bury it. I have to keep telling you this. And in order to heal it, you have to feel it. So my life changed on the other side of healing. I quit drinking. I quit smoking. I quit my toxic job. I quit my anxiety meds. I quit my toxic friendship. I made peace with all my past trauma. I learned how to connect with myself and feel my feelings. I learned how to safely take my mask off and be vulnerable with people and be seen in public without my mask on, be seen as my true self, say my truth without fearing ramifications, you know, people turning on me or whatever, using my truth against me. I learned how to meditate and sit in silence. That was the scariest part, right? Is actually being alone with my thoughts. I tried to outrun those thoughts forever. And when I worked at Estee Lauder, I was flying 100,000 miles a year by myself. So I had no choice but to be alone with my thoughts. And that really helped me to go deeper into myself and be alone with my silent mind, which is something I was never comfortable with. I used to joke all the time. I'm like, "Don't leave me alone with my brain. That's a scary place to be." <laughs> I learned breath work, how to move all, which taught me how to move all that stuck energy through my body. And in doing all of this work, I learned how to regulate my nervous system. Which really helped me with my anxiety because I had panic attacks almost every single day. I truly believed, and this is, you know, what my doctor had told me that I was going to need Xanax for the rest of my life to exist in this world, and that was such bullshit. And I'm so sad that that is a part of how our medical system operates, as opposed to getting to the root cause of why you feel the way that you feel, and then they just prescribe you pills and say, "Oh, take this pill and it'll make you feel better." Right? So. I wanna tell you the specific things in terms of who I worked with and the things that I did beyond that list. So that way you can investigate doing these types of things for yourself too. So as I mentioned, I worked with what I'm gonna call my hometown healer. She was my katut and I went two times a month for an hour to see her. It was $65 a session and we would talk. She would give me feedback. She would give me what she called homework, like homework. So it was things to focus on. And then we did Reiki and other energy work to really balance me out. I also got very invested in Dr. Nicole Perez's work. So she goes by the holistic psychologist on Instagram. I read all of her books and got very involved in her self healer circle. I found that to be a very, very powerful community to support me and my healing. I worked with an intuitive guide in Doula to clear my womb space and help me heal from my miscarriage and prepare to be a mom both emotionally, mentally, and physically because I truly had a belief that I couldn't be both. I didn't think that I could be a successful CEO and businesswoman and also be a mom. And through our work together, she helped me to heal that belief and see that I could be both. And now I'm living that right now. And it is the coolest thing ever because I don't know without her support if I could have gotten there. And it also helped me to really clear out all of of the trauma with my miscarriage and helped me to get to a place where I was prepared to conceive. I worked with an EFT specialist and a trauma healer. Before Micah was born to help me process a a lot of trauma from past decisions that I had made, stupid drunken decisions, like things that had really been haunting me, things that had happened with some ex-boyfriends, because I didn't want to bring any of that trauma with me into this new chapter. I didn't want to leave a trauma imprint on my baby. I wanted to come in as clean as possible. So doing that work to heal that trauma through EFT is, was so valuable. I was introduced to Breathwork via Sam Skelly. She spoke at a women's empowerment event that I was actually a speaker at as well. It was Sarah Pendrick's Girl Talk event. And I had never done Breathwork before. And I remember her going up, and she is so cool. Like, follow her on Instagram. She is so fun. She's so quirky. I remember she started off the Breathwork conversation by talking about how her pants were giving her a camel toe. And I was like, who is this? Like, she's so random, but I'm here for the weird. And so she was telling us what Breathwork was. And of course, I'd heard of it, but I'd never done it before. And I remember as we started to breathe, she had said that a lot of things could happen. You can cry, you can laugh, you can go through this whole entire gamut of emotions. And I just remember, I want to say it was probably like maybe a minute into this, I'm literally flooded with tears. I'm like snorting and slobbering. I have boogers all over my face because so much energy that had been stuck within me started moving. And I was like, what the heck is this? This is so cool. Cool. And I also was taught meditation via several women's retreats that I went on. And then I took that teaching even deeper on my own and really taught myself through reading books, watching YouTube tutorials, taking classes, working with meditations on Insight Timer. And all of that specific work is what helped me to heal from the inside out. So it's interesting because I'm telling, as I'm telling you this list, it's like, oh, not a big deal. But what I find is there's a lot of stigma around healing. So people think it's going to be really hard. And in the beginning, it will be. But once you get into the swing of things, you're going to feel so much ease and peace and freedom from that pain. And people think it's going to take a lot of time. And look, it's not like I'm spending hours a day like in meditation pose in this healing cave doing these things for myself. I use my tools when I need them and then I move on with my day. I don't think that it, you need hours and hours and hours, and unless you're starting and you're really committing to a practice to do this work. You can just use it, you know, think of it like a band aid, right? It's like you have an owie, you put on a band aid, you put some neosporin on, and you move on with your day. It's the same thing here. People think it's going to be scary. And yeah, when you first see your stuff, it is scary. So think of it like you're at the store and all of a sudden you're shopping for your groceries. You're like in the veggie aisle and you look over and you see your ex-boyfriend. And all of a sudden there's that initial horror and then the shock wears off and you move on with your day. Same thing here. You let the skeletons out of your closet. You process what you see and feel and then you move on. But where I think people get really stuck in the fear is they're afraid of feeling the pain because they think the pain is going to take them over and that they're just going to be in pain for the rest of their life. But that's not how feelings work. You're never going to be one feeling forever. You're never going to get mad and then stay mad. You're never going to be happy and then just stay happy all the time. Life is 50-50. You can't have sadness without, you know, happiness, right? It's like there's a juxtaposition. You can't have light without dark. You've got to feel one to feel the other. And most of us can fully process our emotions in less than 90 seconds once you learned how. So don't let the pain of feeling scare you from healing, So think of it like peeling layers of an onion. That's always what I tell my clients is the first layer is going to be a little crunchy and then all of a sudden you're going to start to have some burning. You might have tears come to your eyes and then as you go to cook it, it's going to sizzle a little bit and then if you like onions, you're going to feel like it's the most delicious thing that you've ever eaten. So consider this process like peeling those layers of an onion back. Every layer is going to bring a different experience and you're just going to keep peeling and peeling and peeling. And now the other thing I need you to know is those layers don't stop. I used to think that healing had this like ethereal finish line that, you know, this beautiful angel was standing at with a checkered flag and they're like, you have arrived, Elise, you are fully healed. No, that's not how it works. Unfortunately, as much as I would love there to be a finish line in this process, there's not because there's going to be another curveball that hits you in the face that you're going to have to heal from. There might be something that you thought you healed that all of a sudden something happens and it triggers the trauma and it comes back and you have to do the healing work on it again. That's totally normal. Once again, welcome to the human experience. So I want to invite you to join me in destigmatizing healing and take a step to begin or deepen your healing journey. You might be a seasoned vet like me at this point who has all the tools and you just want to use them on a deeper level. That's totally fine. So I want to invite you to join me and healing. And come with me for Healing Week. So I was very inspired to create this series because I'm watching some of the women I love the most in my life struggle. And I want to get you the tools that you need to start healing the pain that is weighing you down now. So I don't want you spending one more second, one more day lacking tools that you need to help yourself feel better. So I want you to get started and join this beautiful journey to start healing and call in the feeling of safety and trust to begin this process, because I need you to know you are safe to feel your pain. You are safe to trust that whatever's coming up is ready to be felt, fully experienced and processed. And will this be scary? Yeah. And especially if you've never done this work, feeling feeling all of this can be super scary. But like I said... You're not going to be in that feeling forever. So many of us turn into a track star and run the second that we think of feeling our pain. And like I said earlier, I ran from my trauma for years and years of my life. And I stuffed it down so deep praying I would never have to see it again. But it always found me. And the truth is, we've got to feel it. Our unresolved feelings will always come back and find us. So I want you to call in the feeling of courage just like I did to do that deep work on yourself and heal your pain because this is what's gonna set you free. I've led hundreds of women through what you're about to experience in Healing Week, so I want you to consider this to be your opportunity and your personal safe space to do the deep work on you to begin healing the things that are holding you back in your life. And my promise to you is that I'm gonna do everything I can to destigmatize the fear and panic that comes along with feeling these hard things, okay? So I've got your back every step of the way. So on five twenty nine we are getting started. So the week of 529 through 64, how this is going to work is we have a new podcast releasing inside of the Confidence Lounge every single day. And each day we're going to be focusing on a very specific and tender topic. So these episodes are going to be a mix of teaching, storytelling, and getting you the tools that you need to heal your heart. I'm actually going to be bringing on two of my most favorite clients because they have done incredible work. Their stories are going to inspire you in such a beautiful way. And they are such an example of what's possible when you actually dive into healing. So here is our episode release schedule. So on the 29th, we are going to be healing from breakups. The 30th, we are healing from bullying. The 31st, we are healing from adoption. June 1st, healing from failure. June 2nd, healing from miscarriage. June 3rd, healing from cancer. And June 4th, we are going to wrap it up with healing from loss. So as you can see, we have a wide range of topics here and I know not all topics are going to apply to you and that's okay. I invite you to take what you need, get the tools to help yourself and get whatever you need to support yourself in this process. So this seven day healing series is going to culminate in two beautiful events that I would love, love, love for you to be at. So the first is happening for you on 6-3, which is the Heal Your Heart Virtual Retreat. So this is a three hour long virtual self-care experience focused on deep healing. And I'm going to be partnering with Essence Turner. So she is actually the healer that is trauma informed. And she is the one who helped me process the trauma before I had Micah through EFT tapping. She is an incredible healer. I know you will absolutely love her. And we are going to be focusing on partnering to give you specific self-care modalities designed to help bringing healing to your mind, to your heart, and to your physical body. So this is a inside out experience. We're going to be working on you from the inside out. So what you are going to experience at the retreat is we are going to start with awareness generating journaling, I'm gonna walk you through a grounding guided meditation. Essence is gonna lead you through a healing and awakening kundalini yoga experience, and then guide you through nourishing breath work, and then lead you through a calming EFT tapping experience. And then we are gonna close with an uplifting letting go ceremony to really release the weight of the pain that is holding you down. So get ready to take your first steps in really letting go of any pain that is keeping you stuck. We've got you completely covered both inside and out. So if you want to join us for the retreat tickets are available now you can go to the show notes the link to get your retreat tickets are in there. It's $39 to join the retreat. The podcast is completely free. And then If you are my client, I need you to know this, you're into the retreat free, as you always know. Hey, being the perk of my client, whoop, whoop. (laughs) And you also have your VIP passes for your friends and family. So if you're my client, let me know who you're going to be bringing with you and I'll add them to the list. Okay, the second part of our live event series is for all my LA-based peeps. Where are you at? So we are going to be doing our first ever in-person event. Are you ready for this? I'm so excited. I cannot wait to just hug all of you in person. And it's wild because so many of the women that I've worked with, even here in LA, I've never actually hugged you in real life. So I am so excited to finish this magical week together in one of the most healing places, which is the beach. It is where I feel most at home. The beach is like my soul food. So if you are in LA, I would love for you to join us for our first ever Soul Makeup Beach Day. So we're going to be meeting in Santa Monica, close to the pier from 11 to 2 for a very fun, really just chill, relaxed beach day. And I'm going to have games. We're going to be focusing on eating lots of good snacks, laughing, building all sorts of connection. I truly believe healing happens in community, so I wanted to bring together the people that I love the most for just a really fabulous day. So if you want to join us, bring your friends, bring your kids, bring whoever you want, all are welcome. This is not a ladies-only event. This is not just, you know, for women, you can bring your kids, you can bring your husbands. I really just want to surround ourselves with the most incredible people and just fill that beach space with so much love. So please join us. It's That event is completely free. I'll have snacks for you and stuff, and we're just going to laugh and play, and this is going to be... Personally, like I kind of developed this event just because I selfishly wanted, <laughs> wanted an excuse to get all of the people together who I love most in the world, and what better place to do that than at the beach. So please join us for that. Okay, so that covers how Healing Week is going to work. So I want to end this episode with one last note. I know that shining the light in these spaces can feel very scary. I felt the same fear. But once you create the courage to shine the light here... It will set you free. When I learned how to silence the bully's voices in my head, that's when I finally created the courage to put myself out there in my business and now have a thriving multi-six-figure business. My pain no longer shuts me down. Instead, I use the fuel from my pain to propel me to greatness. I think a pain is like million-dollar pain. I really believe that all of the pain that I have felt is what empowers me to connect so deeply with you and all of the incredible women in my life that I work with and that I serve. And if I wouldn't have felt this and truly learned how to transition this pain into fuel, I wouldn't be able to connect as deeply as I would. So this is not all for nothing. I am not a victim. I want to teach you how to look at your pain In the same way. So, this is why I want you to join us for Healing Week. These seven days together have the potential to change the course of the rest of your life. So, please, 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 after we finish this conversation together, tap the link in the show notes to register for free, and I'm going to send you an email with all the details. And if you have any questions on how Healing Week works, please send me a message on Instagram at Your Soul Makeup. I've got you. All right. So, I will see you back here, and we will be talking all about healing. Okay, so on 529, we are getting started with healing from breakups. And we are going to really experience the value of healing in this seven day experience. So please also know the space for the heal your heart retreat is limited. So secure your spot today. So that way you don't miss out on the opportunity to get the support that you need. All right, my beautiful friend, I'm sending you so much love and I cannot wait to heal with you next week. Oh, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.